Coming up in this episode of Abundantly Charged, using mystery, suspense, and exploration to cultivate curiosity and wonder. Stay tuned. third season of Abundantly Charged. We're your hosts, Dr. Grant Chandler, CEO of Students Matter, and Jill Lewis, CEO of Brilliance and Beyond. As we begin to think about life on the other side of a global pandemic, we realize that everything in life is forever changed. We're all in the midst of creating new routines in all aspects of our lives, from how we shop to how we socialize to how we travel and even to how we spend our free time. We're contemplating new ways to think about how we integrate work and home, and even how we educate our children. We've learned that our children cannot and should not be measured on high-stakes tests alone. We've learned that there are multiple ways to connect with our students, and we need to move away from a one-size-fits-all approach to teaching and learning. We've learned we need to engage our students in pedagogy and experiences that respect each student's human desire to learn. And finally, we've learned that the cultivation of curiosity and wonder in our curriculum and in our instruction invites each of our students to experience profound relevance and connection to the people and the world around them. In our 10 episodes this season, we'll explore the paradigm shifts we need to consider as we think about and explore how to cultivate wonder and curiosity in abundantly charged classrooms. We thank you for letting us be a part of your day. Hello and welcome to Abundantly Charged. I'm Dr. Grant Chandler. And I'm Jill Lewis, and together, Grant and I are very excited to welcome you to this Abundantly Charged episode, using mystery, suspense, and exploration to minimize rote learning. This particular paradigm shift is one that I find really exciting in how it shifts the culture in our classrooms, where curiosity, defined as a strong desire to explore something that is interesting, challenging, and relevant to your life, and wonder, defined as the way to think about, to study, and explore something interesting, challenging, and relevant to your life, permeate learning throughout the day. Before we even use mystery, suspense, and exploration, we must know our students. We need to understand what they love, what will engage them. We need to build strong relationships with them by getting to know them. We need to be able to connect and know what makes our students tick, get excited about, find that trigger that sets them on fire. And when we know these things, mystery, suspense, and exploration become powerful tools we can use. Curiosity and wonder are filled with mystery, suspense, and exploration. We cannot have a vibrant classroom filled with curiosity and wonder without these ingredients. Mystery always begins with a question. Suspense allows us to build the excitement before reaching the climax, and exploration continues as more and more questions are asked and answers are found. These three can hook our students, sending them into that space where they are so engrossed in the subject matter, time ceases to exist and focus is unmatched. 
When you begin to plan your lessons, look for the mysteries, the questions, take the big idea you're teaching and turn them into open-ended questions. You know, Wiggins and McTie would call these essential questions in an understanding by design unit uh, with just a, a mystery suspenseful twist on them. Create head scratchers that make your students want to dig in. So, for example, you have a unit on, on you know, uh, settling the wild, wild west. You know, one of those head scratchers could have been or could be what dangers did the pioneers traveling west confront? Or I think even better, what would have made it a deadly voyage? If you're thinking about the move from, you know, rural to urban in uh, late 19th century, uh, then you could think about, you know, who and what might have been responsible for having disenchanted young people from living on the family farm? What could they possibly have thought about in terms of life in the big city? What dangers lurk? Or what could have been exciting for them? Mystery leads to suspense. Um, Grant, I have a question for you. Let's take this to to kind of some fun things here. Um, not that others, you know, questions are so much fun, but I've got a question for you. What was that last show that you watched? What hooked you? What kept you coming back to watch the next one and the next show and the next show and then or the next episode and the next episode? Yeah, this is so, this is so timely, right? Because um, you know, at the time that we're recording these, you know, the season two of the White Lotus has just has just played. The finale, the finale was last weekend. And, you know, I think he I think his name is Mike White. And He's the writer and the director. He is masterful at suspense. Uh, and for those of you who don't know the White Lotus, which would be Jill as well, the White Lotus, the White Lotus is yeah, the White Lotus is a hotel chain, and um, the 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 season is uh, takes place in the week, you know, a, a, a week in the hotel chain, and. Um, you know, the guests come in the first episode, but before the guests come, you see the end and you see there's always, there's always a death. There's a dead body. And so it opens with this dead body and then it goes immediately into the flashback, which is the rest of the season, which is about from when the guests come to when the guests leave. And, you know, what he has done is masterfully create a series of story arcs so that you are wondering, okay, who is it? Who, you know, who's the, who's the dead person and how does that happen? And where does that happen? And why does that happen? Uh, and I just watched the last, the last episode last week, and there are three major stories in, in, in the season. And he, even the last episode, where he's going to, it's all going to come out and we're going to know what's going on. You know, he was leading you all to think about the possibilities that that could be someone from each of the three story arcs. So I think he did a, just a really, really good job of having these stories just take sometimes very dark turns. You know, this is an adult show, um, very, very dark turns, but you're always wondering as you're watching the entire episode or season, you're always wondering and you're always thinking about the first five minutes of that season where you saw 
just enough to know that someone doesn't make it by the end of that season. And it is very powerful. The whole, the whole idea of that intrigue. And even when it's over, you could see on the internet that people are still going crazy about, okay, well, we see it in that story arc, but what happened to the, in the other two? And there's still that, that sense of, of intrigue because of, uh, of his genius. So I, th- there's the one that I've just been watching, Jill, sorry, the white Lotus, check it out oh, on HBO. Fine. I'm going to, I'm going to have to figure that I'm going to have to get that and, and, and just see, it could be my next binge, right? I, it should my, be. It absolutely it should, should be. be. <laughs> <laughs> so my latest binge is Firefly Lane. So Firefly Lane is on Netflix and in it, um, there are multiple flashbacks. And what's fascinating is there are three different timelines happening within each episode. So there's multiple flashbacks with those three different timelines. So I find that fascinating to even connect with the White Lotus. Like, huh, I'm wondering why is it three? Is that that magical trifecta, that magic number three? But every time the flashbacks provide another layer of knowledge that not only give me more and more information, but they lead me to wonder about the depth of the characters even more. Like I start to wonder wonder when is this going to happen? Like, when am I going to learn about this piece? When is this going to happen? Oh, that's the reason why this character is responding like this. And so it just starts to pack on layer after layer after layer, making me want to know more and more and more. And I feel like it's a brilliant way of continuing to draw that viewer in and keep the suspense and the wonderment of what will happen next alive. You know, here's something else. Um, I, and I have to say part of, part of what we were doing is we were reading dystopian societies um, as our literature groups uh, in class the past six weeks. And interestingly, what also happened is in A Brave New World written by Aldous Huxley, he went ahead and at the very beginning of that particular story, There were three different conversations happening at one time, and the tracking of that as the reading was happening was really fascinating, too, because what happened is, yes, it created suspense. Yes, it created mystery, but how you read it also intensified the thinking because you had to track three different conversations, and literally those three conversations were happening on one page of the book. So I even had to go back and just separate them out to read, to follow it along so that I could make sure that I could guide the students through that as well, Uh, which was really interesting to me um, because it just upped the ante, but it also grabbed your attention in a different way than what a story or what a novel has done. And that's where you up the ante and you up that, that type of thinking that's going on in the classroom as a way to create mystery and suspense. You know, Grant, here's another example. Recently, I also used this exact strategy to bring curiosity and wonder to one of my lessons on plot elements with a focus on rising action and the climax and the falling action. I took some random items from the garage and wrapped them like a gift. And as the box was passed around, we talked about how the author creates the rising action and if done well, creates the tension of suspense. Students took that box, they shook it, they felt the weight, and they automatically started to make predictions about what was happening and what they thought was going to happen. And so I was using suspense with their prior knowledge of what it was like to unwrap a gift. 
all that thinking that happens when receiving a gift and then what happens after receiving it. Because I used suspense to hook my students, the connection to how authors unravel a story gave them a concrete example of the elements in a story. Even better, all the students were engaged through their curiosity because they just the, there was that desire to explore and they wondered about what was in the box. Um, and it was the way we think about something. So do you want to know what was in the box? What was in the box? So I had grabbed washers, <laughs> put them in there. And then I also had my pantry out in the garage. And so it was like a pampered chef pretzel dough thing that I tossed in there. So it was like a ton of weight, but yet it made some sounds like as they shook it. <laughs> so they couldn't figure out like they what couldn't was really figure in it there. out at all. I love no, it. No, no. But it was fun for them because it made them think and it made them connect. And I even had kids connecting it past. They're like, when they heard about unwrapping a gift, they were like, oh, that's what she meant. So it was fun to hear even those conversations afterwards. That's fantastic. You know, when we use mystery, suspense, and exploration, we are minimizing rote learning. Learning becomes captivating and powerful when we use curiosity and wonder in this manner. Another tool to build these three ideas is through controversy. When we frame learning in controversial terms, students give opinions, back up their ideas, continue their research to either prove or disapprove their point. Connections are made to various subject matters, societal issues, and discourse conversations happen. Now, a third way to use mystery, suspense, and exploration are thought-provoking questions. The questions we want to ask students are the ones that make them think deeply and critically. I have my students use what, why, and how. Why and how are pretty self-explanatory because they are on that upper echelon of when we ask questions, we get to deep thinking using why and how. So let's look at what. Depending on how you ask the question, using what gives it power. What is the answer of a low-level thinking question? However, when you ask what is the difference between X, Y, or Z, or what would happen when it changes the type of thinking students have to use. And that's what we want to use the what for. When we use a variety of ways to engage students, mystery, suspense, and exploration, we create the conditions for students to engage in curiosity and wonder, allowing educators to focus in on teaching kids how to think from a place of awe. Curiosity and wonder must permeate every aspect of learning in our classrooms. Today, students' voice, autonomy, and drive must dictate how, why, and what we teach daily. When this happens, students engage and answer the big question, what in the world do I want to explore today? Are you looking for more ways to create a vibrant classroom filled with curiosity and wonder? Connect with us at AbundantlyCharged at gmail.com to determine how we can support your district or school with a powerhouse of professional learning options. Thank you so much for joining us today. Until next time, let's remain Abundantly Charged. Thank you for joining us in this episode of Abundantly Charged. New episodes drop every Tuesday afternoon beginning January 3rd and running through March 7th. 
We'll take a short break and return with season four in April. Join the Abundantly Charged virtual community. If you would like subscription information, email us at abundantlycharged at gmail.com. Abundantly Charged is a production of Students Matter, LLC, and Brilliance and Beyond, LLC. Our show's theme music is Something Different, written and performed by Revelé and obtained through Soundstripe.com. Like what you hear? Make sure you never miss an episode. You can subscribe to this podcast on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It can also be found on our website at https colon forward slash forward slash abundantly dash charged dot captivate dot fm forward slash episodes. If you like our show, please leave us a review. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, remember, let's remain abundantly charged.